Did you know that Gen Zs feel personally responsible to make a difference? 76% believe that headway will be made on important issues in just five years' time. 90% believe companies must drive action on social and environmental issues with programs and policies. I love this. 75% are actually going to do the research to make sure that the companies are backing up what they're saying. They use purpose as a core filter, but they're also willing to roll up their sleeves and work alongside companies to make this change. There's so much more that we're going to cover today. We're going to dig deep into a report called Undivided, the 2019 Gen Z Purpose Study by Porter Novelli Cohn. And then we're going to share some tips on how your company can attract them, those Gen Zs, as customers, employees, and as brand champions. Welcome to the Creating Responsible Companies podcast, where our mission is simple, to make the world a better place, one responsible company at a time. Now, here are your hosts, Barbara Anderson and Janet Craig. Welcome to Creating Responsible Companies, episode number 10, double digits. Woohoo! My name's Barbara Anderson, and I'm with Destination Better, the company who's bringing you Creating Responsible Companies. And I'm Janet Craig, one of the other founding partners at Destination Better. And like Barbara said, we call this episode Gen Z's and CSR. And today, I'm super excited because we're going to be digging into this really incredible, incredible report, the 2019 Gen Z Purpose Study by Porter Novelli Cohn. It surveyed U.S. youth, so this is a U.S.-based study, ages 14 through 22, and really examined this generation's expectations of and attitudes toward company involvement around social and environmental issues and the actions that they are willing to take to really take positive action on the topics that they care most about. And Barbara, we have to give a nod to sustainable brands. That's right. That's where we first saw this article and we enjoy everything that sustainable brands puts out and uh, are thankful for this. And as we look at these Gen Zers, they were born in 1997. So you might be thinking about someone that you know. I know one. I, I know one. And it definitely describes these individuals that and they really value hard work. And unlike the millennials, who are the ones a little bit older than them, they're really a lot more frugal, which is interesting. And they want to have meaningful careers, which is in large part why this is so intertwined between what they personally believe and what they expect of companies. They're really tired of how divisive communications have become, especially in the U.S. and the national news. And they really just want to come together and say, let's make progress. Let's focus on positive things. In fact, 85% said they'd rather focus on positive progress we made than thinking about the negative. And it's because they've been involved in some really dramatic events, like a school shooting every 12 days. And they've seen the effects that their classmates have had on things like um, diversity and inclusion and people being hazed and really not held to the same standards. So that's why they're so fiercely dedicated to these type of things. And they see people their age standing up for issues like Greta Thunberg and talking about the environmental issues. But they're really hopeful. And three quarters of them say that they believe in five years time, 
five years time. That's not a very long time. Not right, very Janet? long time. <laughs> that we will have made advancement on important issues. And the key is they want to work at a company who's going to take the lead and help them do that. So here, listen up, people inside of companies. This is a huge opportunity for you to get these individuals on your um, committees and to get them to help drive social and environmental change. That's right. And uh, they're going to be working in your workplace very soon. One of my kids is a Gen Z. I've got one Gen Z. I've got the oldest Gen Z and the youngest millennial, I guess. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much yeah. how mine are. Also, yeah, yeah, you too. And um, and he and I have some deep conversations about, I, I am surprised at some of the information he finds out about companies that he's interested in. They do their homework. They do their homework. But the thing is that they feel really personally responsible to make a difference. I think that they just see things differently. Not me. I don't think that. It's the the studies show that this is what they see. Mm -hmm. They really believe that companies have to take action on issues and they are going to hold companies accountable. 93% say that if a company makes a commitment, it should have the appropriate programs and policies in place to back up that commitment. Mm -hmm. Not just lip service. Not just lip service. And we say this all the time throughout our podcast. And one of the reasons we started this is to make CSR easier for companies. So as we go through these, please know that we're we're going to give you some worksheets and places oh, yeah. for you to yeah, yeah places for you to place your thoughts so that you can figure out what are those appropriate programs and policies that we should have in place. 75% are going to do research like we said at the beginning to see if a company is honest. And where it takes stand on issues, they are fiercely loyal. Mm-hmm. They're fiercely loyal. If somebody's had a not so great interaction with your company and it's one of their friends or their relatives, chances are you lost them. So we need to make sure that they are on their, we're demonstrating authenticity for yeah. them. And we've seen in like uh, the book, like Retail Seismic Shift, mm-hmm. um, that they'll go into a store or retail outlet. And if th- it feels like home to them or it feels like it's speaking to them, they'll come back again and again and again. But they'll give them one shot and won't come back if they don't. They actually go to a retail store. They do. Yeah. They're frugal. And so they're making wise choices with their money. I love that part of it because I'm naturally frugal. (laughs) Um, This is what I think is really cool. 83% of Gen Z considers a company's purpose when deciding where to work. And 72% factor in, just like we said, the company's purpose when shopping. So when we talk about purpose, Barbara, Mm -hmm. we talked about this in, in our last episode, is the purpose of a company. Like, what are you really there to do? We know that companies have social and environmental impacts. You can't overlook them anymore. The purpose of your company should align with those impacts. And that's what they're looking for. They want to feel good about who they're supporting as a brand. They want to feel good about where they're working. And they are going to be, along with millennials, the bulk of the people that are working at your company. And with the amazing, just competitive talent, it is such a competitive market for talent that if you're doing things right, they're going to stick with you for a while and they're going to come help you make that company's CSR programs and the changes that you need to make environmental. They're ready to do the work. Yeah. And I think for people who are older than this, especially as people get older in the span of, of decades, I think people used to think of you would go to work and that was one place and then you would come home and that was another place. And this generation sees it as one that I'm not going to be a different person at home than I am at work. And so that's why they aren't willing to check their values at the door. 
they are going to fulfill them. They're going to work at a company that's going to help them fulfill them or at least align with them and not conflict with their values. So what are some of the issues that they find as priority? The very first, number one, and Greta maybe has influenced this some, but environment. They think that their older generations have kind of left them with a bad hand in some cases. And so that's really a top priority. The second, and that's at 26% in this survey, the second is poverty and hunger at 19%. They see people who are struggling. The other issues that ranked high were human rights. And this goes back to kind of the LGBTQ rights and also diversity and inclusion. They want their friends who are diverse to be working next to them and to have the same rights. Other issues are economic development health and disease and education. So these are some of their hot buttons. When you think about environment, it also includes job creation. They expect companies to provide jobs. They're very focused on racial equity at 90% so that they really want equity around um, racial situations. Sexual harassment, again, at 90%. They just don't want to see it. This is something that they're very focused. A lot of the Me Too movement, right? And Social media is a huge driver for this in the topics that they see. And then gender equality, um, along with climate change. And this one, I think, to me, is a little interesting, is religious freedom and tolerance. I was surprised that it scored so high at 83%. But I think it's just, you know, accepting people for who they are, what they believe in, and everybody is the same, right? Uh, The last four are immigration, 81% gun control, LGBTQ rights, and then fake news. Three of uh, two out of three said that that was an important topic for them. They're going to go do their research, aren't they? They are. <laughs> they are. And, and I think we'll talk about this at some point, but they get their news from social media. So whatever the hot trends are, and they feel informed in that way. And so that's you can see maybe some of these topics that I've seen anyway on social media as really hot topics. Excellent. So um, as we said before, they don't expect companies to do this by themselves. They feel responsible and they are ready to lock arms and roll up their sleeves and get to work. And they do it in a variety of ways. Of course, we all know that they love sharing their opinions. (laughs) Um, And they do it through social media. Mm -hmm. It's just what happens. In in our last episode, we talked about who really owns your brand. And this is a an excellent example of the fact that it's um, it's a two-way communication street, rapid transfer of information across um, social media. Um, this isn't news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, buying a product with social or environmental benefit, 84%. These are the ways that they are supporting companies. They need you to tell their story. One of the other things mm-hmm. that we've said, and for our listeners who have listened to our podcast, they've heard us say this a thousand times. Companies are doing great things. They just aren't telling their stories. If you're not telling your story, you're missing 84% (laughs) right here. Buying a product with social or environmental benefit, 84%. And then also learning what they can do to make a difference. So they want to know, what can we do? We've got to tell them what they can do. As a company, you can tell them and share share with them how they can also um, make a difference. And then they're learning how to make a difference through other um, areas. They do a lot of volunteering. Um, they will sign petitions, they will donate. They will also, however, mm-hmm. refuse to buy from a company. And 77 boycott it even. Boycott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gosh. 77% said that they agreed with that statement, that they would boycott or refuse to buy from a company. 
they are, again, we've said this four times now, they're going to research. They're going to find their research. And if you're not telling your story and you have a good story to tell, and maybe there's some other news out there that paints you not in a great light, we need to get that straightened out because they want to know about what you're doing. They're sharing social and environmental information on social networks, 77%. And they are going to protest too, 67%. I was surprised at that. And I think we have seen that um, amongst some of the team members that we have. Um, And it's interesting in our conversations with them, Janet, hasn't it been that they say we protest because we don't know what else to do? Yeah. So I have this um, theory. (laughs) (laughs) Words from Jen. Okay. So for those of you who aren't watching, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, you're going to be able to like imagine my lines here. And for those of you who are listening, think about this. There's this like... um, a line on a graph that goes along and it's the awareness line. The awareness line is, hmm, wonder what's going on socially and environmentally in our world. And it goes from the 50s to the 60s to the 70s to the 80s and 90s, to 2000s. And all of a sudden it shoots straight up. It's like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden it seems like people have become acutely aware of environmental right. and social problems. But there's another line on the graph that kind of just runs along the bottom and that line is the ability for companies to quickly change and be nimble to react to what it is that people are expecting. They need information. And that gap in the middle is where activists activate. It's where millennials and Gen Zs, Gen Zs are what we're talking about today, are frustrated. Haven't met their expectations. The gap is the opportunity for companies, but it's also the um, place where they get frustrated and they're voting with their consumer dollars and they're protesting and things like that. Yeah. So I think as it relates to CSR, corporate social responsibility, and what companies can do about this is to provide education. And I think as we've mentored a number of college students and young professionals, and we educate them kind of about the company side and what challenges they have and and what restrictions they have and how they can and can't respond to certain things, then they're like, oh, that makes sense. But I just never knew that. So I just went and protested that's right. <laughs> because that's what I know how to do. In fact, social media is such a huge driver of this. Not only are they able to share their message, social media, of course, is a great way to convene people, right? You can post an event today and this evening, you could have 100 people super easy at any type of protest. So social media is a huge driver of change, as Janet was saying on your your graph where it shot up, <laughs> shot up like a rocket. But as another opportunity is they could also take a little social media post and say, hey, we're going to be doing Facebook Live. We want to hear your feedback or we're going to do a Twitter conversation or wherever mm-hmm. it is that they're playing, right? Instagram Live. These are the ways that we need to um, engage them and get their feedback. And it's a good way to convene them quickly. And they know, and we know that they're doing their homework. So give them a way to do the homework and, and your message. That's right. That's In right. fact, on social media, which uh, it's kind of like technology with this generation, they don't call it technology or social media because it's just something they always do. Like my great niece and nephew probably will never have a conversation on a phone that doesn't involve video, right? They just don't. They're going to call somebody. They're going to video. And that's just that that's the, what they know. So as it relates to social media, in fact, 91 percent said they use social media to learn about and participate in issues they care about. In fact, they feel so well, well informed that more than three quarters say that they know more about important issues than their parents or guardians. Love that. 
Although you think about different generations and like we always think we know more than our parents. But in this case, maybe they do because of social media. It makes it so easy. Now, what they know, is it accurate or is it true? Is it, you know, overstated, understated? But they really feel like social media engagement can drive change. In fact, some would rather engage on social media than actually volunteering hands-on because they feel like they cannot make a bigger impact. Um, so there's um, one thing that I think is interesting, especially as we look at other generations. And this is a small percent, but I think it was interesting that it even came up that 7% said they're less motivated by more self-serving reasons, such as making themselves look good. And so they're really focused on others and the impact that they can make. And so what channels are they on? In the last couple of years, their Gen Z's habits and preferred social media platforms have changed a little bit. I was surprised Facebook actually was still so high at 61%, but it's dropped down from 66% in 2017. But still, I didn't think that they were even on (laughs) Facebook. So there you go. Facebook's an important one. But actually, even higher is YouTube at 64%, growing dramatically in two years up from 50%. So YouTube, the world's second largest search engine, if you're going to tell your story, video is the way to go, short videos. And another one is Instagram. So they're also on Snapchat, Twitter, Pinterest, Reddit, and LinkedIn at only 9%, but they're just kind of coming into the workforce. So that's a little bit understandable. So. All right. So this has been a really cool thing to dive into and exciting because when we have talked through all of this, I keep thinking about my Gen Z Mm -hmm. and man, we have some really great conversations. You know, and it makes me hopeful as a, as a person at my age that this generation is so serious, you know, they aren't lackadaisical and don't care and just going to go with the tide. I love their passion. Yeah. 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 And he has been naturally passionate about, environmental impacts of things, even like tourism, because he was a rower. So he was Mm -hmm. out on the water all the time and running into trash in the water. I think he just like naturally kind of piqued his interest, you know, volunteered a lot. And so um, I'm super excited about this generation and, and looking at all the ways that companies can engage with them and really to make an amazing difference. So um, they are your purpose-driven partners. That's what I would call them, right? Yeah, yeah. For for companies who are ready to take a stand, ready to take action. They're not afraid to work. Um, They know what needs to be done. So, Barbara, let's talk about the key findings from this amazing report. Yeah. And so this is what Cone actually summarized them into four areas. And we'll put this on our show notes in the download. Um, And thanks again to both Porter Novelli Cohn and also to Sustainable Brands for bringing us this great information. So of the key findings, number one is that the Gen Zers are just tired of the negative dialogue. 90% say they're tired of how negative and divided our country has become. And 94% believe our company needs to come together to make progress on social and important issues. So that's number one. They're tired of the negative dialogue. So as we talk through these two, we want you guys to think about how you can turn this around and and make it positive for your company. The second one, the second of their key points is that they are inspired for action. 86% say events like shootings and climate change marches have really inspired them. And they feel like they have someone out there who's speaking on their behalf and they're appreciative of it. 
And 87% of them are inspired when they see peers like that out there taking stand on issues. Yep. So that will probably continue to increase. And number three on this summary of key findings is that they're holding companies accountable. And I think in terms of CSR and how we help companies tell their story, identify what that is, what social causes they're going to stand behind or environmental causes, this is just so critical for companies to tell their story and to find their lane, as we would say, find what they're going to stand for, but then educate others about it. I think about programs that we've helped implement at companies and the education that take place about why a company can advance an investment in this product or service or why they can't or the impacts of it. And it boils back down to transparency and authenticity, which we've um, said a number of times. So number three in the key findings is holding companies accountable. And 90% of the Gen Zers believe companies must act to help social and environmental issues. 90%. And 75% said they're going to do the research. <laughs> Make sure that the companies are really doing what they say. So if you're trying to sell anything to this generation, if you're trying to hire them, if you're trying to keep them as team members, you know, engage them for the long term, uh, then this is really, really important that you give them a way to engage. Exactly. All right. So number one, tired of the negative dialogue. Number two, inspired for action. Number three, holding companies accountable. And number four is their impact through social media. 80% feel that they can have an impact on issues by using social media. So much more or so much so I should say 64% believe supporting issues online is more effective in making a difference than doing something in their communities. So when I look at these things, because, you know, I love my data and I love my trends, I really see such an incredible opportunity for companies not only to use some of the materials that we've created for them to to kind of figure out what corporate social responsibility and purpose is for them and really figure out what those social and environmental impacts are that are relevant for their company, but also... We've got a generation that is ready to lock arms and be the greatest brand ambassador that you've ever seen. And it is just like this golden opportunity for companies. And it's really, really exciting. And I hope that companies will or our listeners will take a look at this and think about, you know, how they can how they can take this information and put it to use in their own companies. And and it's exciting for us, too, as a company, as Destination Better that when we started this podcast, we really wanted it to be something that could be used as a tool to create change. And so if we think about the audiences that we're speaking to in terms of corporate social responsibility professionals, leaders of companies, and the third one is who we've coined the everyday superheroes. And this is like we've hit the nail on the head, I think, with Gen Z's as everyday superheroes. And so we're thrilled at the opportunity to provide tools, to provide education, because they're so strong-willed in wanting to do something that I think if we can give them what they need to be really effective, wow, they really can make some change. In fact, Janet and I have a challenge for the listeners is to share this episode with uh, your the Gen Zs in your life and see if, say, hey, is this right? Is this what they're saying? Does this describe you? And so we'd love to have you do that. We're on social media ourselves. We've got a Destination Better 
page on Facebook. We also have a Destination Better group on Facebook. So we'd love to have you join that and engage in the conversation there. We're also on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And so for the Gen Zers, we know that they like to watch videos, as do I. (laughs) So we're there as well. So we'd love it if you could share any of these resources. And um, if you can get the downloads on our website, It'll have a free resource. It'll have a link to this study. And again, thanks to Porter Novelli Cone and to Sustainable Brands for bringing us this information. It'll be linked at destinationbetter.com slash 10 for episode 10. Okay, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Creating Responsible Companies podcast. Find tools and additional episodes on our website, destinationbetter.com. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover, leave a voice message on our contact page. Don't worry, Barbara and Janet aren't millennials. They actually listen to voicemails. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. 